Hello, my name is Jacob People, and this is my brand new podcast. Hi all. Um, so today I'm going to be speaking about um, my work as a mental health campaigner. Because um, when you hear the word campaigner, you, you kind of think, oh, like, brave, courageous. Um, and a lot of people do think that campaigners have it together like we are fine therefore we are talking out and honestly that is not the case at all I think for me in the early days um as a campaigner even before I joined Young Minds I threw myself into every little thing um I was on local radio stations, um, I wrote to newspapers, um, I was even in like the local um, newspaper here um, in like my, my kind of like local area and it was a way of coping after Sean's death um, and a lot of people um, <laughs> I, I see a lot of people do that too, um, and there was no one there to tell me, like, come on, Jacob, you need to slow down, you need to look after your mental health. I was so passionate to the point that I was, it was affecting my mental health, um, and, but this kind of energy and enthusiasm kind of kept me going I think um and I don't think many people talk about being a campaigner and you know the the times where I know personally I have done like media work that I personally wasn't really up to doing um but in that moment when you get off when I get opportunities, I very much just grab it with both hands, really, because that is an opportunity to raise awareness and to share a message um, that I'm incredibly passionate about. But as, but it's it's a fact that I forget about myself, and it took me many years to realize that you know what I was doing was unsustainable i actually remember my first ever radio interview um it was at a local radio station here in uh north hampshire um and the radio station doesn't actually exist anymore um it was called the, the breeze fm um i was so excited um and nervous all at the same time it was a radio station actually based in my local shopping centre. Um, so I was really happy because I knew where it was. Um, the the anxious person in me needs to know small details. Um, so I, I, I went up there and, I, and I'd done this interview. Um, and I think it was... 
must have been about 10 months or so after Sean died. Um, and at that point, I was very much um, grieving, I suppose. A bit in denial. Yeah, very much in denial um, about the fact that he's actually dead. Um, and the presenter was lovely. I'm actually still in contact with him, and he's just... <laughs> he's, yeah. Um, it was an excellent first experience. And I remember I, got, I had a I had a maths lesson because um, I had to retake my maths at college. Such a pain. Um, I went back to college and I went to this maths lesson, and my I was like on cloud nine. Um, I couldn't do any work. My teacher kept going, Jacob, you're gonna you're gonna do something. Like, you know, you're meant to be doing this work, and I'm so like, oh my god. I just done a radio interview, you know, and I literally told the whole class I'd done a radio interview, and I was literally the happiest person. Um, but deep down, I wasn't happy. Like, I'd literally flip and just lost my friend to suicide, and I was coming from a place where I was, I wasn't sure like how to cope with this grief that I literally just bottled it and just ignored it. Um, and every so often it would come to like, you know, it would, it would throw itself in my path and it would sort of make itself well known to me. Um, and there was, yeah, in that moment, I didn't think at all about self-care. Um, like I said, I just threw myself head first into it and was like this is the most exciting experience i am glad i did that because it was something i've definitely learned from and going on from that i there was many other times where i did exactly the same thing um channel 4 news interview for example um where I didn't think of myself, um, but I, I, I suppose I, I didn't think of myself, but I thought of of how the message could get out there and how this would make a difference to someone else, um, and that was that was what was fueling me on. I didn't want anyone else to die by suicide, and I didn't want anyone else to be bereaved by suicide. You know, I wanted people to have the right support. I wanted, you know, to create better services for young people and for everyone, really, that struggled with and are struggling with a mental illness. Um, but, yeah, there was very much a time where I forgot about myself and what actually mattered to me. I feel like now after all that time of um, just forgetting about myself and my own self-care and going through all these experiences that have made me, I feel, a better campaigner, I now know, like, my limitations and I know, like, when to not do something and when to say no and how to say no. Because how to say no is actually really difficult. Um I 
love campaigning so much and when I first started I said to myself you know I'm doing this all for you Sean and you know it getting quite emotional but it like I started to to keep his memory alive but to also help other young people that maybe thinking about like taking their own life or you know may have a friend who they don't know what's going on and they don't know how to talk to them about like their feelings and, and stuff like that and it's a topic that's like really close to my heart and I feel that more we're doing more and more like suicide prevention um and there's more like through the work young young minds are doing and and through the funding projects that beyond are doing and the mix that offer excellent online um chat rooms that are that just bring young people together they're all playing a huge part in making young people feel connected and heard and valued and giving them a voice in you know and an understanding on how to talk about their emotions because i think i think half the time we we forget about the the little things um i think we talk about like where to find support and and stuff like that but I think we've, I think from like the the ground up really, we've got to teach our kids about how to talk about their emotions and in a way that's, um, you know, helps them. Um, and I think that that is something that I know would have helped me when I was at school with like talking to people about how I felt and not bottling up not bottling up all the time. And with this campaigning work is something that you know puts me in contact with like minded people. Um and I am so damn thankful for everyone that I've met and I've had moments where I've sat in a room with people and the vulnerability that, that people show, I've heard people speak about their own depression and it is so moving and so brave and it 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 moves me. Um and I I I think that I think the main message here is we as a like people as campaigners we got to educate people about um how to look after their own mental health when campaigning um and raising more awareness that it's okay to say no to things and it is okay to to not be okay because I think a lot of the time I say to myself like it's okay not to be okay and I'm like really like no like 
I have to be okay because I have to show this message. I have to share this message with people. And that, but that isn't me being authentic. So I think at the end of the day, we've got to, other people from the outside have got to see campaigners as we are not superheroes and we have tough times and we talk about things that maybe we aren't, um, that are still affecting us. It doesn't mean that the the issue has gone. It, it means that we just want to share and help others and we're incredibly passionate about what we talk about. 